but I, I, I've, I've, I knew from riding big events, um, you know, doing 200 mile races, 300 mile races that, um, you come out different. You just come out different. You, you've experienced things, you see things through a different light and, sometimes those things are short term. Sometimes those things have long lasting impacts. Um, this one, I, I, I feel like it's had a, it's going to have a long lasting impact on my, my perspective of life, how I, how I view things. Dude, this, this trip changed my life, man. I would, I, you told me, you told me it changed my life. It totally did. KLM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor, and on this episode, we talk all about the Michigan Off-Road Expedition, the Moore Route, with recent finishers of the Lower Peninsula leg, Sebastian Stankowitz and Tristan Smith both of which are frequent uh, contributors to the Dirty Chain podcast. Folks, it has been quite a few weeks since the last episode, and my apologies. Summer's busy, vacation, working hard, all of these things. But um, this is a long one. Uh, We uh, have a good old-fashioned sit-down have some beers, and really get into some good discussion about their experience um, bikepacking for the very first time and uh, what that all entailed. This episode serves a couple different purposes. Um, of course, to hear the story about the more routes, um, to get an episode out since uh, there hasn't been one out for a while. But really, I just wanted to sit down uh, with a couple of my friends and catch up Um, about uh, what all we were up to over the summer so far. Um, We do discuss Lumberjack quite a bit as well. Um, And I think some of the themes that uh, we start talking about towards the end, uh, long-winded as they might be, uh, can be super relatable to anyone who's tried to organize um, not only a bikepacking or... um, long bike trip but uh anything and how that in uh how that affects uh your 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 home life your family life um yeah and uh and stay tuned for um some great discussion about burger king and um the effects of that on bike packing specifically on sebastian uh anyways this is a uh this is a long one as i said and let's get right to it Bikepacking virgins Sebastian and Tristan talk about the Michigan Off-Road Expedition. So I got myself a refill. Um, Genius. And brought the rest of the 
the Christmas kegs. Yeah, uh, Sebastian, talk about the the beer the, selection. The, the beer that you brought to share for this. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's a seasonal, seasonally appropriate. Seasonally appropriate. It's a Christmas ale from Breckenridge Brewing that's been sitting in Mackenzie's parents' fridge in the basement for the last six or eight months. But it's not just eight you didn't just, you just didn't bring a six pack. What what is it? No 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 no. It's a mini keg. What's the, what's, what's the ounces on that guy? Christmas ale. What do we got here? What do we got. Oh, we got 1.32 gallons. We're not measuring says, an ounce. It says here. gallons. Yeah. <laughs> it says gallons. All right. All right. Sebastian no longer measures in ounces. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going from ounces to gallons here. He went from he went from uh, millimeter tires to inches tires. Oh so, yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of guy he is. And now. from ounces to gallons. <laughs> ounces to gallons. I will say the 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 inch when you start counting inches for your tires. Game, it's a game, game changer. changer. It's a game changer. The comfort level is is is. See what I've been talking about all these uh, years. I mean, it's uncomparable to oh. the skinnies. It's so oh. nice. I was even just riding them inch, around so. town. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like but, your new your new bike, right? Yes, it is. I mean, I mean, like not just it is your new bike, but it may just it be is. your. It's, your... A, it's a new used bike. Yeah. It's, it's new to me. It's a different me. style. It's okay. new to me. Okay, before we get to this whole thing, because the reason that we're sitting here drinking Christmas ale, you guys are um, smoking cigarettes, because <laughs> you have a whole new... We're bike packers uh, Papa's now. got a whole new bag, right? Like, Oh, you, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> used to be uh, gravel racers. Now what are you? Now we're bike packers. Bike packers, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't, dude, I don't even know. This I is... don't think I'm going to sign up for any more races after this. Because I don't know, man. I might still go for the the camaraderie. The camaraderie like, is 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 what you go for. I think uh, I think we approach the race slightly different. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, before we before we get to this, I I wasn't sure if we should because. Honestly, there hasn't been a Dirty Chain podcast for quite a few weeks right now. I've kind of had a busy summer. There's been a little bit of a uh, midsummer, um, uh, I don't know, lull, hiatus. hiatus. Thank you. And um, what what have we been doing this summer? I mean, have we been just bike packing, preparing for bike packing? Any racing? Um, it's been a long time since we've talked about any sort of racing. Uh, Sebastian, is it too too much after the fact to talk about lumberjack, or should we just get right into bike packing? <laughs> Did you not do anything for no, lumberjack? No, because oh. after lumberjack, I went straight from lumberjack to uh, Europe and oh, and, that's right, and uh, yeah. vacation, and then Eurobike, right? Eurobike. Uh, How was that, by the way? Holy cow! It I was, mean, can we take a minute to talk about that? So Eurobike in um, Frankfurt, Germany. I was there with KOM. Right. And uh, we had a, a, a small booth. Um, but it is, I think, the largest cycling uh, trade show in the world. Ooh. And wow, it was enormous and overwhelming um, in a great way. Right. Um, but uh, that was incredible. What a great week of just, like being blown away by the huge brands. I mean, there were brands that had, I swear, like $100,000 build-outs for their their trade show area, and I've never heard of them. Like, just like 
European brands or Asian brands I've just never heard of, like that obviously they're super popular, super profitable, but yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, but it was, it was, it was very cool to like, just kind of be in that atmosphere. There was some cool crit racing. The biggest thing, what do you think the biggest thing right now in, um, it's, there's, there's kind of a, it's kind of a two for answer, but what do you think the biggest type of bike that was the most popular, um, at the show was, is like one of the gravel slash road bike. No. Think more. E-bike. Okay, so that's close. I mean, uh, e- e-bike. Like the commuter bike? Like the, the fold? E- the cargo the, bike. Yes. E-bike, oh. cargo bike. E-bike, cargo bike was yeah. the biggest thing. It seemed like a huge market, especially over there. Um, and I'm serious. Like, I'm so jealous of the infrastructure that right. that uh, these European cities have to be able to utilize just commuting and uh and, but those cargo bikes they had they had a cargo bike crit where they ooh i'm interested so they had they like i think they had to go to like they would ride and then have to put cargo onto the bike and then ride some more and then have to take it off of the bike oh, and wow. then ride some more it was just for fun but it was yeah, it was yeah. very cool <laughs> that's not very cool uh I saw this one video of uh, it was. It, I don't know if it was an e-bike, but it was a cargo bike. But this dude goes to Costco, puts a ladder on on the back seat over his uh, over his seat post, and then just proceeds to load the ladder up with like twenty four pack of water, toilet paper, and like oh, the, yeah, yeah. And it's just like <laughs> this massive, like a. I mean, you've you've isn't shopped there, at Co- Costco. Wait, like, isn't there a guy in Lansing that rides around with like a bunch of baskets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done that before. What do I think about cargo bikes? The, yes. the coolest cargo bike I saw was uh, there was a small stage, and by small, I mean like it probably probably was at least ten feet wide mm-hmm. and maybe four feet deep or even more. But it was a folding stage, and you fold it up, and it it was all contained within a cargo bike and i i was i was looking at it and the the guy that like it was a i have to look up the company um because i talked to him for a bit but it it's it's like all contained within that front part of the cargo bike and he he wanted to make some because he was a uh like a maybe he was a musician or just like a lover of music that he wanted to create he wanted to like take a venue with him, and so just right. And he said, every, portable stage. He said everything that you see, including the sound system and all that, was all contained within the cargo bike. Wow! And then he that's could a, just ride it, and it was that's a pretty niche niche market, yes, right there. Yes, but rad nonetheless. Yeah, yeah it, was, I mean, it was very that's cool, very but, impressive. Um, but yeah, that was that was my favorite thing. I think I, saw. <laughs> I think that's right up your alley. Bikes and music. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming he had a place for a beer on there too. Right? Yeah, you could pro- you could probably carry a couple yeah. at least. Obviously, a 24 <laughs> ouncer or Bush. What was it? Hey, a Bush 25. Bush, Bush 25. That that's the official hydration of uh, my more route. Of the more route. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't drink that many. I know. There's only like one a night because <laughs> we couldn't carry Not anymore. Not as many as you smoked. Uh, the cigarettes were easier to carry. <laughs> yeah, they were a little more compact. So, and you could smoke those while riding. So, but the I think the way you got in the best shape of your life, Sebastian. We were talking about lumberjack. Oh yeah. So 
obviously that helped you, uh, um, you know, on those long more days, but, uh, for sure. That was fun. That was my first lumberjack this year. Lumberjack is, like I said, one of my favorite races in Michigan by far. I'm doing it next year. Are you really? Yeah. Are you promise? Yeah. You're just talking about you're not racing anymore, but well, lumberjack's a little bit different than a gravel race here. Uh, I, I'm going to do it. He loves the Manistee single track. Oh man. (laughs) So you're going to do it on your, um, on your fat bike. I think that's a great idea. Actually, I I was kill the fat bike category. I I was originally thinking, uh, Bo would be the, the, but after, but, um, but after riding it now that I, Oh no, I think Bo would be very capable. It's just, uh, after, after going a little bit slower, um, I think the, the, the extra two inches of tire would be very much appreciated uh, from a fat bike standpoint. So, yeah, I, uh, after riding all that, riding around that single track in the Manistee National Forest, I, I really want to crack off the uh, lumberjack. So it was um, the, the course was, I, I thought it was great. I mean, it's my kind of oh, mountain biking. It's um, perfect. Yeah. It's, it's prime lower Michigan single track. Not many rocks. Nice rolling hills. Um, some decently technical sections with the roots. Yeah. But, you know, nothing nothing technical to the point where you feel like, oh, I, I got to go slow here because if I fall off, you know, I'm going to get hurt. Right. Right. Like right. Yeah. You yeah. can kind of cruise through right. the whole course without worrying about hurting yourself, which is nice. And I've done a little bit of the Big M area single track, but but nothing like to that extent. Um, right. But I, I feel kind of kind of silly after after doing it this year. I'm like, what? Why have I not been doing this every single year? I uh, it's I think it's it's like it's different than say a barrier bay. It's different than like some big gravel races. But um, I think that experience of going through like each lap is mm-hmm. so fun. It's it really is. cool. It's really fun because it's you go through the first one. You're like, okay, only two more, and then you get through the second one. You're like. One more to go, yeah. you know. Like it, it, it's not that it's, bad. So you it's, know, it's, I've already done two. It's three laps. Yeah, and th- and for those who don't um, don't know or haven't haven't ridden it before, um, as you finish your first lap and your second lap, you kind of go through this alley of everyone's tent because everyone kind of stops there and gets their water, gets their food, and so you have team tents and um, just random tents or whatever but it's what how i mean it's like a quarter mile long of of just a bunch of tents yeah and people cheering che- people cheering you know, yeah they're yeah. like yeah you know they when they see you come through they're excited yeah. it's, right it's that, that's a really cool aspect of it um it was fun i loved it yeah you, you had a hell of a ride you had a great ride i mean you know the thing the one thing that i've learned especially with that race is you really just got to conserve yourself Mm -hmm. because when, because it's so easy to go out hard on that first lap. Yeah. You know, cause the, you're like, Oh, I'm riding with the fast guys. You know, you get all excited and then all of a sudden you're like, shit, I don't have the same, (laughs) you know, gas tank that they do. 
and and now you're suffering for the second are you, and third are you, uh, so did, are you saying that, that was happen? me are you saying I mean I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to name names but <laughs> it wasn't you know. Tristan <laughs> it, it starts with a TR <laughs> but that but is a very uh, I, that is I, a very Tristan like mistake it was a very Trevor mistake i mean <laughs> it was it was totally like i was like dude you got to slow down i even saw you on the second lap yeah. And I was like, dude, you got to slow down because you're going to blow up. And you're like, nah, I'm fine. I'm good. And I was like, okay. All right. We'll take off, buddy. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and I did. Yeah, yeah. I saw you on the third lap when yep. you were no, there was like, in, uh, in the pain locker. <laughs> you and you were with some other dude. And, and I think when you end up, you came up on me and it was on a, one of the, the gravel roads even and and i was like i can't even hold your wheel on the on the gravel roads because i was i i was i was hurting but i think i told you this too um i knew that the game was to conserve but also i was like what do i have to lose i'm just gonna go and like blow my legs out and see how far i can do this so i don't know it was i kind of knew that it was a strong possibility and uh but then sometimes you got to do that to say, like have you ever have you ever done a race and you finish and you're like i actually I didn't use all I my matches didn't, there. yeah I, I didn't go as fast as i should have yeah i mean i think it was your first race it was my first lumberjack right? yeah, it yeah, was yeah. your first lumberjack so it was it was like you know, you just wanted to see I definitely got excited. how far you yeah. could take there, it. Yeah, I definitely right? got excited. You got excited. But, at the, I mean... But when you've done it a few times, yeah. you know, you just kind of like... And to be fair, right, like, you know, I didn't blow up, blow up. I slowed no, down. No, you I just still, slowed down. I, I didn't had a had a respectable Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I didn't say so you... So screw... No, just joking. <laughs> I never said that. I just said you were in the paint locker. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was... It was... I was in the paint locker. Uh... The, oh, I, I was actually surprised at the, uh, the those hills are pretty punchy, and like they are. weren't we like we're kind of comparing it to like uh, Iceman, like Anita Hill. Mm-hmm. There's like a few of those hills that are just there's like three or four Anita hills that are like super steep, and right. that's like nine. That's at nine to twelve essentially because you're hitting yeah, it three yeah, times. You hit them but, three times, and you yeah. hit them all. You hit them like at the beginning of the lap, and then there's a couple at the end of the oh, lap. So right, just that, one after that. Another, really, yeah, that really yeah. kind of hurt. Yeah, yeah. But it it, it is nice because you can maintain momentum. Not with the first one. The first one's always like, you know, you're just gradually climbing, but towards the end, you usually can maintain momentum throughout the hills to the point where you're not, you know starting from a a standstill yeah. where you got your foot down and yeah. now you got to go up a 12% grade and, for, and your bike, 400 for a mile. And your bike yeah. is, is 100 pounds. Uh, weighing yeah. 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was something else. Um, I will say, so for, for my summer so far, that was probably my favorite race. I haven't done a ton of racing, but that was, that was, uh, that was great. Um, I did take... Um, you know, I was unofficially at Margie, Margie Camp, and uh, Matt Acker was there talking about his nutrition plan that he uses for for Margie, and um, it was interesting that he talked about using a liquid 
you know, diet for his big races. And uh, I was like, well, I'll try it for, for Lumberjack. Okay. That would be a good time yeah. to to see what my body can handle yeah. in terms of carb load. And right? how'd you... What, so what did you use? So I used Scratch, the Endurance Mix, okay. Not which is infinite. the same stuff that he uses. Not Infinite. Which um, I say that because I... Uh, I I heard Sebastian's feedback and immediately went out and bought um, Infinite. Oh, yeah. you, you, so I have two big bags of Infinite. Do you uh, have Gofar? Endurance, yeah, the Gofar. I'll probably buy those off of you. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. <laughs> this is working out good. Although uh, I was, I, they're I, unopened, so, so they're I brand was looking new. at like <clears throat> the flow formula stuff. Okay, yeah. Well, I think I you should try the Infinite. <laughs> uh, continue to stay on the Infinite. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, just to finish. This, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. This yeah. thought. Um, I think seven scoops is like close to 100 grams of carbs. Um, seven? You got to do seven scoops? Seven scoops, yeah. Um, and, you know, I was consuming close to like 110, 120 grams of carbs an hour. So, so you had only stuff in your bottles. You didn't, yeah. So, you no ha- food. And you no. had. Um, did you have both bottles with that much in there? Yeah, I didn't have bottles, any water. Right? You didn't have straight water? No. I had three bottles on my bike at all times. Three bottles, okay. Just with scratch. Yeah. So anytime I was drinking water. Oh, you had that was, third one on your on your handlebar, right? That that feedback, yeah. as we'll get to in the... <laughs> when we talk about the more route, that was clutch. Yeah. I mean... Being able to fit a third water bottle or, like, snacks or whatever or a bush, 25-ounce bush, I mean, <laughs> you're you're in good shape when you got your feedback. I mean, it, oh. it's it's that extra carrying pocket that you didn't know you, were, you needed. And you were running double, uh, double feed bags for um, the, the more, so you had phone... Everything you could possibly need in that that second one with yeah. snacks. Oh, yeah. That way it was so easy to access I the whole time. I couldn't fit I mean, it with my aero bars. Feedbag, right. they kind of call it like a, a chalk. That is a chalk bag. Chalk yeah. bag, like mm-hmm. a climber chalk bag. Yeah, like I, so I have same. one of these, yeah. and I think, I mean, they're all kind of the same. Right. But it doesn't seem like it would be, specifically for a racing situation, do you think it was secure enough? Oh, I mean, it was, I was on my full suspension mountain bike, which you know, obviously with a hardtail, it's a little different. But the the bottle I was using was small enough that I could cinch down the top of it, so there was no way it was full. Well, I suspect too, uh, if you're doing like a liter, like a liter bottle or whatever, you could probably hit that bottle cage line and cinch cinch there. You know how they fit they have the contours so it's not like yeah not like it's just a, a flat bottle that's just gonna pop right right out of there. it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't secured at all times. You, you, you go down so. i mean it's a different ball game for everything i mean including sure. bottles and cages sure. but if you're keeping everything upright and just bouncing around rattling around i think you're fine i don't think for, I, for the race um i will say that for lumberjack or for lumberjack yeah, yeah. yeah i did like when we got to a gravel road, I would swap that bottle for a with fresh, an empty one for with, with a fresh for one. For a fresh one, yeah. So I wasn't like consistently yeah. going for it. 
um, throughout the race, you know, drinking out of it. It was more so just like a storage container. It was like more like a storage okay, one. Okay, so you're, I, you're I know grabbing I, your, your down tube mm-hmm. uh, cage bottle or whatever right. most of the time. You're not grabbing that one because right. it's kind of cinched in. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that uh, way, you know, you don't have to worry about it falling yeah. out or anything. Yeah. I don't think I ever had any, like, I'm out of calories or water. But right. I, so I, I did, I think I just did straight calories too in my bottles. And I had bottles of water at the tent that mm-hmm. when you I would chug them, I would something. chug, yeah, I would yeah. chug just like, just so I had that straight water. Right. But then I would do, I don't know how many calories I had and for that infinite stuff. Um, but see, but, I started measuring by grams of carbs, and I think instead I, of well, I, and I think that's the thing that people do now. I mean, yeah. everyone. I think kinda, everyone's doing that. Everyone's now. doing that, yeah. yeah. But I think it's actually a decent amount of of so. It's probably like seventy or eighty grams. I think it's of carbs. What I was doing, each bottle was like ninety grams of carbs. Grams, yeah. Okay. So yeah. so I had two bottles, ninety grams of carbs, right. about two hours per lap. No. Longer than that. Longer it's like than that. two hours, fifteen yeah. minutes yeah, yeah, per yeah. lap. But right. but you were getting like a hundred grams of carbs per bottle. I think you also have to train your body to take that too. One hundred and ten. Yeah. What's that? You're gonna have to take. Yeah, you, you can't just dive into that. You no. have to train your body to take. Right. That. You definitely right. have to right. train your body. Um, and it, it really it doesn't matter if it's like a honey bun at a gas station. Right. It's all or, or you yeah know, or a scratch. Yeah, you know endurance because that honey bun at the gas station, as we know, can can definitely you know. Well, honey buns didn't cause any issues. So oh, it was the Burger King. Before we get to the Burger King, <laughs> which I <laughs> that was what a great teaser. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> and with that, we'll have a commercial break. <laughs> Who's the sponsor of this episode? Sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Burger King. Get have your it, flame on. <laughs> have it your way. Have it your way. Have it your way. <laughs> um, <laughs> that did become a theme song uh, yeah. after Sebastian had issues. Not to not to tease it too much. I, it sounds like Burger King may have had had its, its way. had its way with, it had its way with me, man. It had its way with me. It was the king. It was the king. <laughs> it was king, baby. Uh, so I will say though, I did have food. Like solid food for lumberjack at the the tent, and I I do think like I even stopping to eat at those at those uh, at each lap, I I couldn't like stop long enough to to actually like settle down and take in real food. Right. Um, and I had real food, but. Each time I put it in my mouth, I'm just like, oh, man, I can't. I can't. So, like, I brought real food, but I didn't even utilize it. I just used uh, bottle calories. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Uh, it was just too hard to, like, grab something and go. Or, right, it, right. And at the, uh, you know, I was I was trying to grab and, like, go as fast as I could. Um, probably, like, one could make a argument that, Standing there for thirty seconds, settling down, eating some food, taking a minute, and then 
continuing might have been more beneficial i don't know but Uh, yeah i think it i think it depends on your body too like if you're if you're prepared to just cruise on through and then um just take liquid liquid calories or just shove some food down on uh you know maybe a a gravel road or a, a smooth smooth pass there um you can do both but sometimes sitting there getting back going again is 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 definitely tough yeah so i I rarely even like even on training rides i rarely will eat solid food because i find like i just like aspirate it too much like just like breathe and like (gasps) but um so it's usually gels or some sort of like very easy yeah but anyways um so all of these tricks and tips and all this that we're talking about racing, how much do they uh, translate to um, – because, I mean, honestly, you don't care anymore about all this stuff, right? Zero percent to bikepacking. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> you're, it's, it, it's, it doesn't relate to bikepacking because, <laughs> like – I mean, I guess it depends what kind of bikepacking you're doing. If you're trying to set an FKT, right, like – I can totally understand you carrying powders and can, you can know I, carrying your nutrition. Can I ask you guys a, a favor right now? Like we've been bullshitting for like 25 minutes and we haven't even gotten to. And it's, oh, yeah. it's partially my fault because I kind of took us on a whole other journey. But can you give us a little bit of a like? What did you guys uh, embark on a couple you weeks want, ago? You want some data? No, I, I don't. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't I think it's data about ready. the data. I don't need a data. I don't think it's about data. I want to. You know, I just but, want. I want you to make my job easy. I want you to give me a sound bite that I can yeah. throw at the beginning of the fucking podcast. A summary. <laughs> oh, a summary. <laughs> we embarked on the Moore route, put together by Matt Acker, fucking true treasure to the state of Michigan. The route, the detail that he put into it was incredible. The questions that he answers, the detail, like he he's responsive. Um, the the details that he provided in the the website, um, it's a it's a true journey. And throughout the journey, we just kept asking, "How the fuck did he do this in one go?" Literally every single day that we rode our bikes, we asked multiple times throughout the day how the fuck did matt do it in one go so he he did it in one go as compared to um as uh, compared to us where we we camped each night um we didn't ride through the night we didn't have intentions of riding through the night we we wanted to enjoy it as much as we possibly could and also uh also uh, be fresh each as fresh as we possibly could each day. Yeah, I mean, it took us seven days to do it. I think it took him what sixty-four hours and, or and something 61, like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. talk about yeah. the like what kind of distance we are, what what are we talking about in terms of distance or like the route? The route yeah. is five sixty. Um, realistically, I think you could do it in in uh, five sixty, uh, probably without going off course too much without resupply. Um, we opted to hit a few resupply points out of out of the route um made some wrong turns in there and ended up at 580 for the lower peninsula um we probably could have given the conditions that we were dealt for the week could have easily done it in six days i would say 
um, and probably could have pushed it down one more one more day if we truly truly wanted to to make it a short six day but it just it wasn't in the cards for us to, yeah i to mean we faster. didn't want to ride through the night that was that was really the the gist of it so every night we were thinking okay we got to end riding by like eight nine o'clock because we still want daylight to set up sure, camp sure. Right? Yeah, that's, I think and, that's and i think one one major thing that we had was we didn't want to go past the this is fun line right. and we uh we did a pretty good job of stopping when this is no longer it fun, being um, fun. Yeah. or it became like i can't take another mile of pushing my bike up a hill right or climbing stairs with a hundred pound bike so again and i don't mean to like keep backtracking but the more route itself let's kind of define like what it is where it starts what kind of route it takes and yeah. for the portion that you did or the half that you did i i would say um yeah. where did it start and where did you end up yeah so I mean, the more route stone stands for Michigan Off-Road Expedition. And it starts at the Michigan-Indiana border in the Pokagon State Forest. (laughs) Pokagon. Pokagon. We got corrected on our uh, journey. I thought it was Pokagon, like Pokemon, but, you know. It's not Japanese. It's not not Japanese, (laughs) in fact. It is Indiana. It is. Listen, I'm I'm the only Hoosier sitting at this table. (laughs) <laughs> Pokagon. We believe you it's because Pokagon. somebody in Elba yeah. corrected us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's Pokagon and uh that's where we started and we ended at the Mackinac Bridge. The majority of it um was gravel roads and single track. Uh we rode the North Country single North Country, Country Trail, Trail yeah. when we could. Um a lot of it is obviously non-bikeable or doesn't allow bikes. Doesn't allow, yeah. So any of those sections we bypassed. But any sections that we could ride, we rode. And I think in total it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but two, One, almost 200 miles. Yeah, it was like 190, uh, 190 of single track. Um, just, just like 200, maybe a touch more of gravel. And then one something of uh 160 maybe i don't know whatever the math adds up to there of uh of paved paved yeah and and the gravel is not gravel especially once you get past grand rapids um day, like seas- day, so day one is it was seasonal gravel like it's you're seasonal yeah, gravel. yeah and it, it's not necessarily the seasonal gravel that i was used to like in the empire area yeah because uh, you, you ride Sandy. up there all the time yeah it was more um logging gravel Ooh, right uh so that that was the big the big uh deterrent with with uh, the the quote gravel um but i mean yeah, you, you thought you thought you were relieved to get like an easy section. You're like, oh, I'm coming out to an opening, and you know, it's it, maybe I'll get a little bit of s- speed here. No. And then all of a sudden, you're in a sand pit, you know, <laughs> trying to or, keep your bike upright, going we, ten miles an hour or less. Or where we had to bypass. There was those. Uh, there was 
all those trees down oh, and we had man. to climb through other trees to get around it and or, or the uh precarious water crossings yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that were basically seasonal roads covered in algae yeah. so um, so this but yeah i think this is uh i mean i wanted to and i and and you know like we've seen each other m- once before this conversation yeah, yeah and i was pretty adamant about not wanting to hear too much about it because right. i'm super interested in it and i wanted to talk to you about it on microphone but uh i think that this is a cool i mean we there are a lot of people that do bike packing yeah. and i've talked to a lot of them i had them on the podcast you know like that's it's not it's not that groundbreaking for someone to try to do something like this what i want to talk to you guys well one you guys are like two of my closest friends and uh i wanted to hear about your well thank you you're welcome well i was was just talking actually actually, i was just talking to tristan um (laughs) one of one of my closest friends and uh and someone i i I know a little bit and an acquaintance (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of a stretch of that word too but here we are and and I, I was excited and also, like, super jealous of, of your journey. Like, that seemed amazing. But but I think the story here is that both of you were complete bikepacking virgins. Complete bikepacking virgins. <laughs> and I think yeah. I, I will add, um, <laughs> I, I, I do want to note that I am by no means a mountain biker. I don't own a mountain bike. Um, none of your bikes have suspension. None of my bikes have suspension. Um and I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize this assignment had uh, this, so much this single assignment. track. I uh, I, I uh, the route I, is the route, bud. The route, the route is the route, and unfortunately, I didn't read route. Fortunately, I guess I did not read route details until uh, Friday night before leaving uh, to find out that um, we had that much single track. Um, you know, he I read mean, the first two route descriptions. I read the first like, two, oh, and I'm, I'm like, good. fuck yeah, we're going to be... Oh, yeah. Those first two days where you like, knocked out 120 miles a, a, a day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, I thought, yeah, this is... Uh, you know, we finished day one, and I'm like, man, I might have overdid it here uh, <laughs> on the gravel. And then we get into day two, and I, you know, we do the same thing. And I'm like, all right, I'm settling in. I'm feeling good. I, I listened to my body good today. And then the next day, it just got into some slow-going single track. Because and, of the single track, yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and I will say, I, f- I feel like I need to correct you here because to address the the virgin to bikepacking, the amount of issues we had with our bags first oh, going Jesus. into the single track, <laughs> I mean, that probably set us back like two or three hours. Easily. Each but so, day. Easily. Oh, each so, day so you that said we that hit you, it. You meant... You didn't take issue with me calling you virgins. You, you're saying that it did cause an issue. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what it caused <laughs> for, the first two, for the first two days of single track, we were having issues that once we realized, like once we identified it and figured out how to solve it, it was like, God, that was so stupid. Like, just like things like um, unclipping the bag from the like the rear like the seat post bag like unclipping all of those pieces like you thought it would be better to leave it cinched up Mm -hmm. it was better just to unclip it stuff everything back in repack it and then reclip it so that it held up 
perfectly, but we were ending up with our packs just like kind of flopping down on the rear rear wheel and uh once we once we identified that we had smooth sailing for the next three days but at first it was just it, it was, was it was amateur hour out it there, was man. very frustrating too because you're like you're riding along you get a little bit of flow going you're like okay yeah yeah we can do this we can do this and then all of a sudden you're like stopping for you know 20 minutes because the bag is sagging and yeah. hitting the rear tire and and you got to fix it because you can't go on you, you just can't, can't keep move. going you like it just it's it's rubbing and you can't keep going so talk to and me about um i think that the three of us post barry roubaix this year i think the obviously the idea of the more route was already out there yeah, we, and I and I believe the two of you had already thought about doing it together. Oh, it had been solidified for about a year. Yeah, you yeah, had like we you had, had like a, it for you a had while. The, the week um, highlighted on the calendar, all that kind of stuff. But um, so what? Yeah, like who who spearheaded this? Who wanted to do this? And then um, again, like it, this is this is what I think is impressive and and a cool story is just like that both of you had no idea what you were doing <laughs> no. and i mean that in the great in the nicest way like, no I it's totally the truth agree. it's the truth i yeah. totally Be- agree we because, had never biked back before because for me like i would love to do something with that, like like that but i would love to go with someone that had done it before like now that you you both have done it like now I'll do it with you, but before maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're we're pretty. Uh, You're bike pretty, packer style. We, yeah, we live the bike packer lifestyle. I feel like. <laughs> well, I think what's great is I feel like I wanted it more, but then after experiencing it, I feel like Sebastian also felt that way. What do you mean? So we both felt like we wanted it more than the other person going into it what do, what do you mean by that like you, like you wanted more to the, do it and well you wanted to and planned it and did all that stuff there's I don't like know. It's, it's tough to explain there's always this moment of like doubt right where you're like is this person really committed to doing this right like and and you're kind of thinking in your head you're like oh yeah i've got on i've got on the calendar but like yeah. Yeah. You know, no one's holding me to it. Sure, I yeah. don't have to do it. And you know, you don't have I, to take a week off. Maybe of work. work's gonna come up, and yeah. work's gonna say I gotta be, I gotta be at work. You yeah. know, and and then I can't do it. But but we, I I feel like we both really, especially a couple months prior, a couple weeks prior, were like, hey, do you have this? Hey, do you have this? Hey, I think we need to, you know, I think we need to get one of these. Um, and, and it was just a back and forth of, did you, did you float the idea out? Like, I think that idea was pretty strong Yeah. And like, just like you're saying, like it was strong and you had that week. And then was there a moment of like maybe a month or six weeks before where you're like, maybe this shit isn't happening. And, I, and, I, yeah. yeah, definitely. And I definitely. doubted him. I doubted Sebastian because of his work demands yeah. And, yeah. and and the travel that he's been putting in and in like the time away from home and <laughs> and all that stuff. Like that was a huge question mark leading into it. And and then even going into your bike build the week <laughs> of or the week before, <laughs> like you didn't have that thing solidified until. No. Tuesday yeah, let's you rode let's over talk to about that. House? But yeah. but I will I will I ask that because that is the vibe I felt was that 
this was a great idea. This is it had a bit of momentum, and that then that momentum was a little lost, and not necessarily lost, but I I was just like, hmm, I wonder if they're actually going to do that. Even even when you rode with Sebastian on Sunday prior to us taking off, uh, you know what? That's that's a good, great question. So we did Sebastian and I did ride a century the Sunday before the the weekend before. I think at that moment. I was like, oh, they're actually going to do this. I, I, I think I believed. I, I wasn't certain at that <laughs> point yet. I was, a little, <laughs> I was a little concerned at that point um, just just because of the demands, knowing that he was building a bike. To, well, that is that is a great point. So, like this, this part is absolutely mind-blowing, that, especially <laughs> actually, the way he finished. Like, he can tell you about his bike, the bike setup and everything, yeah. but all I can tell you is visually inspecting the bike after <laughs> Or was it like day seven where we're like, oh man, your seat is just like completely in the wrong place. <laughs> like that is not where it started. <laughs> uh, it, it, <laughs> it, like things How just. How do you respond to that? Things, <laughs> things just got. <laughs> things, things on a new like. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I just. So, I, I don't even know. I so not only know. did was it kind of a little bit of a question mark. We just, we just killed the just, just to keep the listeners uh, up to up to date. We 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 killed the Christmas. The two point what the, gallons the, or the, one point four gallons? Well, the, the, one point four gallons of the Christmas one and a half ale. gallon Christmas ale. Um, it's gone. It's gone officially. It's officially gone. <laughs> It's an empty, empty uh, mini keg. Um, I feel pretty accomplished. This is the most I've felt accomplished in uh, about a week and a half since since you just finished the more out. Yeah. Yeah. What in terms of accomplishment is this more? Is it more of an accomplishment or or uh, or less? So we actually, I think Tristan put a list together of his life accomplishments. Compared to the life events, route. it was life, life events. events. Oh. Life events. Yeah, it's and pretty impressive. I mean, I'll let you go through it. Um, yeah. So wait, let's cut. Oh, man, we we totally skipped. You're gonna over have the, to just edit the, all this, man. The bike thing. Oh god. Okay, let's go back to the bike. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back we'll to wrap the life up with the life, life events. Yeah. It, I mean, it was life changing. Yeah, yeah. But the bike that got us there. I mean, so I, Tristan, you already had. You had this is like your main rig. Your main rig is Bear Claw Bo Jackson. I outfitted it a little different with some t- different tires, but other than that, uh, I mean, it was my Iceman tires, um, the Vittoria Mezcals. Nothing crazy. Um, that's how many, what. How many inches are we talking? Oh, two point two five. I think those ones are two two just, ones. Yeah, just shy. Of t- I think they're like two fours. But in, in two any fours. case, Oof. yeah. In any case, they're not two fours. You say. <laughs> I looked. Yeah, they're two. Are they two two fives? Two two fives. Two two fives. Um, like I said. Um, <laughs> hey, bike packing uh, showed that they were uh, uh, the mezcals were the top choice for the divide. Um, so I felt comfortable going with with these tires. Yeah, uh, I will say Sebastian's tire choice, when put in practice, was very much more successful. Um, not only from the action, not ex- not from the size necessarily, but also from the ability to clear sand. Those tires handled and cleared just perfectly. I I chose the 
the Bontrager XR2s, um, three inch, and dude, those things cleared mud and sand like it was their job. I mean, I floated right through that sand. Tristan was like there was sitting there struggling through the sand, and I was just like. <laughs> you know, yeah. like floating by. But you don't him. think it was so I'm, the, I'm, I'm. You don't think it was the not, not, the it, width. It, it was, was not, a tread pattern. It was or? not the weight. Yeah, it was not the weight of the bike. It was like obviously I'm I'm good at handling sand. There's no question of me handling sand. I can do it. The bike can handle sand. It was in back the tire. Yeah. The uh, the tread. The tread was unbelievable because I'd go over a route. And it would pop. It would pop the sand, right? I could feel it pop against my uh, against my calves and whatnot. It would shoot sand all over me, and it, they just they would not clear the sand. They held it. So, and well, like those, looking at his those mezcals, though they have a pretty aggressive it's an, tread. It's an aggressive tread, so I, it holds the sand. I, his I, are yeah. his are spaced out. His were spaced out, yeah. and mm-hmm. and that was one thing to note. So, like obviously knowing your terrain is a huge thing. So, like. The Mezcal, if we were just on the North Country, tri- like the NCT Trail, fine. Just perfectly fine on that. Yeah. Going over routes, uh, whatever. But when we got out to those sandy sections, there was one point we were going down, we were uh, descending this uh, sandy seasonal road, had a ravine out the se- down the center where, uh, where sand had been washed away from the rain that we got to experience. And I took the same exact line that Sebastian took with his three-inch tires, and it caused it caused <laughs> a washout for me. So I went over the bars there and just lost it, man. I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why am I not able to handle this when he was able to handle it? And and it it, it was it, that was one of those moments where I I was uh, I I was at my most level did of you, frustration did you stop and just set up camp because you were past your this isn't fun anymore <laughs> no i no. <laughs> uh i was at a point where sebastian suggested uh we take alternate actions to reduce my stress levels um <laughs> and uh um and i said no i just need something to go right and we came out to a hard pack gravel and we were able to able to clear that yeah. at about 30 miles an hour for a descent so that was fantastic so Justin, you had your main bike, uh, Bear Club Bo Jackson, um, with the uh, the Mezcals, right? Two point two fives. No, two two point two fives. Yeah. According to, we're not going to round up to two and a half. Um, no. Sebastian, when did you have like your your bike packing bike? Um, when did you finalize your rig before the trip started? Because I will say I saw a half a bike the week before when we did our, our century the week before, um, and you were like, Hey, come, come, come check out my new bike. And it was like, it was like, do you mean like, and you showed me, it was like bike parts. Do you mean like, Hey, look at my bike parts or do you? So yeah. when when did that bike get uh you know tied up? I mean it was officially assembled I think on Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday. Oh, that Tuesday. Was Tuesday. That's actually I'm actually impressed by that. 
Yeah. Uh, it would look like bike parts on Sunday, and then by Tuesday, I was like, shit, I got to get this, this <laughs> thing ready. I got to ride it. We're, like, we're going. We're going, you know? Like, Tristan's texting me about Oh, shit, no, it was details. Wednesday. It was Wednesday, because was I wasn't Wednesday. home on Tuesday. So it was Wednesday. I I was like, oh, I should take a thing, this thing for out for a ride, and I rode over to Tristan's house, and... Sure enough, my cranks were loose, and oh, God. I was like, "Oh, Tristan, can I borrow a wrench? Because I think my cranks are loose." Luckily, and I knew what size he needed. Yeah, so you didn't even get two miles. I mean, I had ridden a little bit more than that before I got to Tristan's, but yeah, it was basically like three or four miles. <laughs> and that uh, doesn't bode well for a no. Yeah. And and Tristan kind of looked at me like, "You need a wrench right now, like." I had We're the right about to size. ride 560 miles. Like we had dude, grander you, visions at that point too. But I tightened it down and it stayed tight the okay. rest of the way. I mean, it was that was the that was the last time it tightened. You tightened it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't that's all to, I needed was yeah. a. It just needed you, a little wrench down. I don't down. think I don't. In in seriously on the the ride, he didn't do any adjustments. We had the spoke that he broke, that was. The only oh, mechanical we cleaned. Uh, well, no, the the so there was a moment when we rolled up to Yankee Springs. We were literally doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The last climb at Yankee this sounds Springs. Like day day one. Day this one. Is day one. This is day, day one. one. You got to Yankee Springs first day. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, that was only like 107 miles before oh, our first yeah. mechanical here. And 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 it's all of a, a sudden, stick. my bike is not shifting, and I'm like, oh no. You know, I got the DI2 set up. I've got the external battery. I've got all these wires running externally. And uh, sure enough, a stick pops up and grabs one of the wires and pulls it and pulls it from the battery. Right? But we didn't know but that trail side. We, did, we, didn't, we didn't know that know trail that. side. Was, uh, it a, was it a clean pull? Like I, It was a clean pull. Turned but, out the night the that night we determined that it was. Yeah, but, I mean, like we, but he finished I, the last mile single speed. So. Yes, it's just the last mile though. Yes. Yeah, I mean, in Yankee Springs with some climbing, he was a little less than thrilled. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude, our ride's over here because like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, oh shit, this is we're done. Like, if I can't figure out how to fix this right now. We're done already on the first fucking leg, right? So, Sebastian, and, we, I don't think we've established, though, like, I think we're, we're, we started to, but Tristan rode a Bear Claw Bo Jackson, and then you built up a what? I don't even think a we... A Bear Claw Bo Jackson. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Slightly that different I, size with bigger tires. Yes. I built it up literally... I built it up literally the... Two weeks before yeah, the trip. Yeah. Week of. I mean, week I, fi- of. I was finishing up the week off. I literally had ordered a lever that was supposed to be there on Thursday. And Saturday, we were starting the route. <laughs> and and the lever got there, and it was the wrong lever. So I had to take the lever off of my gravel bike. <laughs> And put it on to was the one, Bo Jackson. So I knew that was an option, but I didn't know if that actually was what happened. <laughs> it is what happened because I had no other option. So now do you, I got the lever. Okay, I got the lever, and it was the wrong one. Still the wrong one? It was the wrong one. They shipped me the right one instead of the left one. So before that, I had ordered levers, 
and I had ordered the mechanical brake levers rather than the hydraulic brake levers. So it's DI2? DI2 mechanical brake, which means... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No bueno for you. No bueno because I had already ordered the hydraulic <laughs> calipers. So I had to get the <laughs> hydraulic brake levers. And those showed up all the way from Japan and they were the wrong ones. So I had to pull the left lever off of my gravel bike and put it onto the new build. The, g- the, the good action. news was uh, his his tape job on his uh, gravel bike was so jank it, it doesn't make a difference because he had to replace that anyway. Yeah. It Only was positive. it was, it was awful. pretty rough. it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> there, you could see the you could see the you could see the bracket and everything like yeah. on on the gravel bike and you know what's good news on the the adventure rig you can still see the you can see the 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 attachments and everything too. Tristan, so. do you want to make a bet like how long will it take Tristan to actually have a working Tristan, no. Tristan has working. How long will it take Sebastian to actually have a working uh, race gravel bike now? I uh, think he's gonna go with the the the, the bear claw. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he's ready to go. No, I mean, how but, long will it take for him to um, get that ca- uh, get the that cannon back, back, in up- back in operation? I already got the ca- uh, the lever for it. I just got it today. But now do you have did you so do you put, put like a uh, rim brakes on it because that's no, what the, the... No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's got the right one now, so I he's good to right go. One. He's good, good to go. Okay. To all, right, go. All, right, all right. But I don't know how long until he busts that uh the carbon stiff race bike out. I mean, he he does lo- I know he loves that bike, but I don't know how long he's going to he's going to want to Right. I think he's going to get on the tie again. I think he's a bear claw man now, man. Oh, that Bo Jackson is so comfortable. I mean, so we're not we're not sponsored by Bear Claw, listen, but we I, identify as Bear Claw. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to put it out here right now. I've asked uh, Chet. I've asked I've asked Chet to uh, support the podcast. He said no. Really? Oh. Yeah. He said no. Are we not? Are wow. we not smoking the right? Well, but I feel like this episode might tip it over. I'm just saying, go. it just might uh, tip it to the right. I, I, I trust, I trust my Bo Jackson. <laughs> Let me just put, you, put it that way. Um, I, I wouldn't have ruined anything different. There's like the bike itself far outweighed the rider. I mean, the bike handled everything so well, even when it was loaded down with 75 pounds of. <sighs> Bike packing gear. Okay, let's get let's get into some some details, some nitty gritty. We're kind of we're long winded. It's gonna be a long one, oh, fellas. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you better be in for Oof. an endurance ride here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, boys. I don't even think we've gotten into the 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 real stuff yet. I feel like we haven't. I'm like, why are we beating around the bush here? <laughs> let's get into some details. Let's get some details. Bush. Speaking, Speaking of bush, bush, I've already cracked. You just the bush. cracked the bush. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten into the ride fuel. Um. We haven't even uh, cracked a, any of the beers that I bought for this thing, but we did. I, I I feel like we should cover some real quick overview of like the actual like like 
details and data because I I did misunderstand the assignment of the Moore route, even though the the data was there. How did there. you misunderstand? Look, I thought it was going to be a lot of seasonal, like logging type roads. I didn't realize it was going to be as much single track. I understand yeah. that um, there's this great reference and resource out there that Matt Acker put together, and I I encourage everybody that's going to 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 attempt this. Really read through the details of I, it, but it is a fantastic route. I I'm glad I misunderstood it because it was such a happy surprise. But um, am I not wrong though? Uh, when Matt did the the full like the full uh, Lower Peninsula route, I think there was a whole thing where he he said maybe I shouldn't have done it on drop bars. Yep, and <laughs> on on rigid drop bars yep look i like drop bars um and i see i and i see why he switched um when he did it uh in the five legs when he did it the second time on uh in a five leg route his hands or like yeah he had nerve damage yeah he did well he did he yeah but he's he's a goddamn legend okay (laughs) um so so looking at at what we did um we we did a total of 584 miles uh, over the course of seven? seven seven days eight days eight days riding we did um, we seven def- days of riding uh, well we actually a, did eight days but not according to uh, Tristan's data we did eight days riding we could have easily shrunk it down to seven days given our circumstances but we didn't have a ride. It didn't. It didn't make a difference because we wouldn't have had a ride home. So we opted to camp that one extra night in the woods. Um, so day one, we started uh, in Indiana, cranked off eighty one hundred and eight miles. Day two, we started at Yankee Springs, cranked off one hundred and eleven miles. Day three, we're still going good, cranked off eighty three miles. Day four, 79 miles. Day, uh, day four, we got, day, day four, we, uh, or day five, I'm sorry, we got down to 46 miles. That was the day of the rain and I believe the spoke break. So we got comboed with two, two issues, but realistically on, on, uh, on day five there, we had some pretty serious rain that we were concerned was gonna uh degrade our brakes so we we opted yeah we opted to play it safe um day six we moved into back up to 61 day seven uh we were at 50 miles that was a tough one because that day we honestly felt like we could could finish should we should we push hard um, we got to Petoskey and things just didn't didn't, un, didn't unfold in our yeah, favor. Yeah, you're, you're still kind of well. You're still kind of far away from the bridge at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then not, Saturday, not Saturday, if you take the the regular yeah, apparently, trail. So apparently, we, we ran into this only, guy. You know, we we well. Yeah. This is going to go off track, but we met this guy in Petoskey who basically said, "Hey, I'm going to." a weed shop in Mackinac <laughs> that's 30 miles away. Like I'm going to you know. be there and back by 10:30, And yeah. this was at like 
what seven yeah seven. seven seven thirty yeah and we were like oh wow we're we're riding to the bridge too but we're taking the Wait, north country trail can you can you hold on back up for a second yeah I, i'm not understanding what you're saying confuse everything you this guy was riding a bike yes, yes. okay he full suspension bike. okay full suspension and he was like i'm i'm on a journey to go to a weed shop in Mackinac. That's, and make it back by 10 30 so his bike ride was just gonna be a Rail like, trail, right? Rail trail from like seven a.m. No, seven no, no, p.m. Seven p.m. Yeah. Oh, great. We're getting, we're getting jazzed up about uh, the UP. What did we? What did Dude, we? Uh, hold this on, hold this on. trip changed my life, man. Hold on. I told you. Where did I we? Would, I told you. I, you told me. You told me it changed I, my life. It I totally fucking did. told you on Wednesday, leading up to it, when you rode over to my house, I was looking for answers. Yes. And we were gonna fucking what, find them. What was the question, though? There was no there question. Were a lot of questions. There was no question on the Wednesday prior to it, uh, related to this, and I was just like, this. This trip is going to change my life. It's going to provide answers that I need for, for work, for personal reasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was going, it was going to change my life. And what did you just say, Sebastian? It changed my life. So, there were just so many moments where you were like, "Why am I doing this?" In, in what way? And, like what? Like, and, like I, I mean, like, when why it was, am I, why am I still going? Why am I? When it was, like, why when am it I was pursuing? Tr- like, yeah, continuing to like push through this when i don't have to right yeah exactly yeah it was like knowing that at any time we could call our significant others and be like hey listen or trevor we're not gonna we're not gonna make it (laughs) well not trevor um not trevor but but, before we get too far before we get too far um (laughs) be in in the terms of uh having some beers here and forgetting um the start of the ride we got to ride down to what park? Pokagon. Pokagon State Park. In Angola, Indiana. In Angola, Indiana, just across the border. It was just a short one-and-a-half-hour drive from my house. Um, there were countless hours of, of packing, um, and, and we got that ride down, and then we got met by Mackenzie... Um, Sebastian's partner, fiance, um, and, and Mackenzie was a rock star dropping us off, rock star, um, meet us at the, she at, met you the, at, at the first night, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, she, she met us she brought in us, Yankee Springs. She brought yeah. us some pizza, some beers. Um, you know, she got a nice ride in that, that day. She got a nice ride in the day, uh, that we left for day two, um, and then most, most notably, uh, she also picked us up. So like yeah. she was at the, the, at the end of the, at the journey. end of the journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. So she yep. was very critical yes. in Absolutely. all of the logistics. Absolutely. We couldn't um, have done it the trip without her. Yeah. It wasn't uh, a matter of, of how are we going to get to the start? How are we going to get picked up from the end? Because we, we had her, um, yeah, and and I'll let Sebastian uh, go into further detail if needed. But <laughs> um, but realistically, our original plans um, included just getting a train down to Kalamazoo and and potentially not even starting at the beginning, and just kind of 
starting where we where we got to and uh and not relying on she yeah not relying on anyone not relying on well not relying on Mackenzie to start we we always had plans of having you need someone to get you yeah um and and I think you you know I mean I don't think I know having her you know I I I I just so appreciative of that yeah Uh, I, I mean we talked about it multiple times per day um and and just we're so appreciative of that that aspect of her leading the logistics she what is what is she the president of the wilderness medicine medical yeah, club she she packed us a first aid kit that included a tourniquet a splint um anything you would need to pack a wound sterilize a wound um you know, patch a wound. So, I mean, she, she got us very prepared for the trip. The freeze dried food. My, yeah. Freeze dried food, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, things that, you know, as Uh, we, us, us, uh, us us novice uh, bike packers did not think of, did not think of. And, and she knew that we would need, um, and, and to be honest with you, I didn't even have a chance to pack most of my stuff because I had been traveling the weeks prior to the trip. And so she was the one putting everything together for me. And, and honestly, I, I wouldn't have been able to do the trip without uh, we, her. We would not um, have been able to do the trip without it, her. So like, I not, think not only from a, like yeah. just, pro- she, she didn't just provide, right. Like you look at it, the, it as a simplistic, like, Oh, she picked us up, dropped us off. Like it wasn't that. Like I was texting with her about what we needed, what I had, what she had, what Sebastian had, and and she was filling gaps, telling me what what to bring, what not to bring, and and um, and and I, you know, I say this because she she's the partner and a rider as well, so she she knew a little bit more, um. And huge shout out to her because she really made it happen for us. Um, you know, not to not to diminish what my wife did, uh, taking care of you know our our two Your boys kids? And, and whatnot <laughs> for the week, like living in the woods as you um, abandoned them. Yes, uh, I mean it, it was you know Mackenzie did the huge logistical portion, right. uh, the huge planning portion for us, and I think and that's a- obviously our you know my wife had a huge part in allowing me to go out and play bikes and live in the woods. So I, I I mean, we physically rode it, but our, our significant others did the heavy lifting. We got to go play bikes. Mm -hmm. They, they took care Mm -hmm. of real life. Yeah. It seems, yeah, it's like not, not just what you're saying right now, but anything that we do, I feel like we are privileged. Privileged. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, fuck no, yeah. We were no, privileged. No, I think I think this like no question. Like whether whether you're racing or whether you're doing there there is a privileged type like to recognize like it takes people to help you do it. Like it's it's awesome that you guys were able to do take a week off and do that, but it's not just you two. It's the partners that you have. It is uh absolutely um I don't know, kind of like not necessarily like a team around you, but like it is a like your team is your is your family, is your partners, is your whatever. Like you can't just do this shit on your own. Like that is really tough to 
to accomplish. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm like superior, like physically able or anything above anybody else. But like, what allowed me to do it? Um, I, I think I put a lot of effort into to riding and and training for such an event type you know type mentality uh which took a week we put Mm -hmm. in eight hour days of riding but like at the end of the day you know you call your wife you call your significant other and like they were just doing they were doing life they were managing the household taking care of the house uh doing what they their responsibilities were and um, uh, like also, life, life also, went on. Also, your responsibilities. They yeah, were doing they, they, their responsibilities and your responsibilities. Exactly. <laughs> like they were, they they picked up for where we yep. were yep. out on the, the, the. I don't want to say dusty trail because it was pretty, pretty wet most of the time. So it was, uh, you know, it was a it was a trail. Yep. Uh, so when we were out on the trail, they they picked up the the slack. So like that's not forgotten. Um, I think that's one thing to to note because you m- might be able to pass one over on your significant other like I did with a, a miscommunication. Uh, so Rachel didn't know what she was getting into when she agreed to this. Um, <laughs> but, like, I certainly appreciated how much how much slack <laughs> she picked up. A little that's, miscommunication, not a big deal. Well, that sounds um, maybe, uh, like... It's, it's all right. We, uh, she's like got Tristan. a girl's week and coming up uh and and last minute last minute one (laughs) yeah she's she's got a girls weekend coming up um no big deal right but like i mean it's certainly not lost on me or sebastian like the the work like we we talked about it i mean it's just they they did a lot for us and we're very appreciative that they allowed us and helped us uh achieve a I mean, a bucket list item, really. Right. So, like, speaking of that, I mean, now you're on the other end of that. I mean, we've kind of talked, we talked a little bit about gear. We talked a little bit about this. We talked a little bit about this. But, like, what I think this story or what this journey, the the best part is, yes, you, you both of you went into this as bike packer virgins and have never done, I mean, you guys are endurance riders. You've done huge rides, but nothing like this. Yeah. And and then you also did it together, like two of you just taking on this together. Yeah. Um, and now you're on the on this other side of a, a successful, which like I hear these stories. I hear stories about figuring out your 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 packs and how it just didn't work, or like breaking spokes, or like not being able to navigate some of the sandy terrain or, you know, have you, like all that kind of stuff. That's all, that's all part of it, right? That's, that is part of the reason you do it. You go there, you, you work through it, you get to the bridge. You, that, that is the point. That's the fucking point. Yeah. So like now that you're, now that you're on the other side of it, um, Tristan, I mean, you you brought this up like how this is a a point in your life where you're like, I needed this for this. This is what I love about cycling is, or about any any sort of something that betters you as a human is that you become a better human to the people that you care about, 
or the people that or, or all aspects of your life. So I'm like you went into it and your Rachel didn't understand what she was getting into. <laughs> and, but but I've, I I I want to put money down that this is going to make you or or put you're in a better position to be a better partner, be a better husband, to be a better uh, uh, father. And because you went through this crazy situation and I, I don't know, t- talk to me a little bit about that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was having a tough, tough couple weeks, months at work and, um, and it was, it's, it's been, it had been pretty stressful, uh, leading, leading into the week. And, uh, one of the main things was I just need a break. I need a break from, from it all. And, um, the huge thing in, in Sebastian just was, uh, a little skeptical. Uh, my Rachel was, uh, a little skeptical too, of what kind of quote answers I'm going to find out there. But I, I, I've, I've, I knew from riding big events, um, you know, doing 200 mile races, 300 mile races that, um, you come out different. You just come out different. You, you've experienced things. You see things through a different light. And sometimes those things are short term. Sometimes those things have long lasting impacts. Um, this one, I, I, I feel like it's had a, it's going to have a long lasting impact on my, my perspective of life, how I, how I view things. And, and realistically, um, you know, coming right back into it, having to pick the kids up from daycare, drop them off from daycare, et cetera. Um, you know, I'm much more willing to leave work right at five, pick the kids up where I normally just do drop off. So I'm doing pick up, drop off and, you know, rinse and repeat five days a week where, where possible. Um, just because I know that Rachel had to do that for the five days that I was out there. Um, it's also led to discussions with my oldest son about, you know, taking a couple days over a weekend and going out and bike camping as well. Um, so, uh, you know, I've got, got on the radar to plan a bike camping trip with my son. Um, and he's, he's seven. seven. Um, so, doing some trail doing some trail fun camping whatever like it's just like it's it's a way of life now for us uh, (laughs) right so um but like also at at work I think about how I'm a better employee now um a better manager of of people uh which is hugely important when you're a manager so like just having that just having that insight and having that clear mind and the different thoughts and perspective and just being open to, um, everything that's going on in people's lives where it was eye opening for what was going on in my life and, and just allowing me to help, help other people. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, to think about more biking stuff, but also the impact that it has on non biking related related things it is it is a uh it's like kind of a reset right and again it's like a a, we're privileged to be able to do this but it does reset we can we can have these experiences that it's like 
any sort of vacation or anything, what like it can kind of give us a reset and and we're ready to then tackle our everyday in a different frame of mind and yeah. um i i mean not experiencing exactly what you have i feel like that maybe does it in a different way and probably is what keeps people returning constantly to that type of life sebastian same same kind of question though like uh i mean you've been you've been busy trying to get your bike in order do all this you know like like it was it was it was a scramble to get to yeah the start it was and then also like you're relying on Mackenzie to like like but but coming out of it all uh this is an experience that um I don't know like what like tell me about as a virgin bike packer <laughs> I mean you I mean Tristan kind of had a a bike packer's mentality. I, yeah, I, I think. I think. Yeah. I think you were. Uh, Can you profile me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stereotyping him? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, there. I not like. Yeah, I don't come up. Have with... you taken your Crocs off since? <laughs> <laughs> this dude. In his fucking cross. Oh, he is living so hard with this bike packing. It is unbelievable. <laughs> the first ride we go to post bike packing, group ride, pops on the Crocs, living the life. Sebastian. <laughs> there's our there's our intro right there. Boom. We found it. This you, dude it is you don't know how much it took to carry those Crocs <laughs> because every time, every time we were riding on the single track, I swear to God, the Croc was hitting the back tire and slapping me in the back of the leg. It was like, it was like these freaking Crocs, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to toss them. I'm good. Um, but no, the, the, the Crocs were great, and and to go back to your question about bikepacking in general, um, I definitely had more of a race mentality in mind. But after after bikepacking, it it just really opens your horizon to what's possible. Like living out in the woods, self-supported for five days you know i won't count the days that mackenzie brought us pizza and yeah. beer but living on the land the, the beer was with very me. critical as well as the water and the moral support she provided yeah and the pizza and the pizza and the battery charger um because i don't think we would have made it without charging that first day <laughs> i i think we would have been tight but we 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 did kill all four battery packs. Yes. Um, but regardless, I mean, in, in terms of the experience, like just not having access to your phone or not being not having enough time to like look at your emails for work or look at your texts from other people or your notifications on Instagram or whatever it is, 
you know you you just you're you're so encapsulated in the experience of bike packing where you know where you're riding in the single track you can't be you know looking on your phone because you're fully engaged there's no other option and then by the time you get to a gas station you're like well you know you're planning on what 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 do i need to have for the next 100 miles yeah to make it right like i i can't just be sitting around here twiddling my thumbs typing emails out because i don't have time for that we need to like resupply we need to figure out what we need and we need to get going i mean the how fast you could burn an hour just resupplying your stuff was ridiculous every time we stopped it was like it was, it was like oh well you know we're just gonna stop for a few minutes grab and what then we it was need, an hour yeah and all of a sudden it's an hour yeah right yeah. yeah and you're like shit that's an hour of daylight yeah yep that we just burned yeah, absolutely you know just resupplying yep so all of it all of it together and then you get to camp right and you're like you're at camp at 8 30 and you're you're looking for three trees that are perfectly triangulated so that tristan and i can ha hang up hammocks so that we can use one tarp right like everything had to be completely planned from start to finish mm -hmm. every day there was no moments where we were like oh okay well we can just you know whatever we can grab a packet of skittles and and move on with our life it was like, so so talk to me about this like it was planned every I, every single minute this is this is something i want to pose to both of you is i feel like my season last year put my headspace in a different type of uh like like my goals and everything was, was was a little different and an early season was like win 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 or like try to try to be at the front and then when i crashed and then i was like okay maybe maybe i don't know like it put put me in a weird mental space of like what am I, what, what, why am I actually riding bikes? Why do I want to be doing this? Right. And it's like, is it, is it to be in the front? Is it to be as fast as I can? Or is it just to have like going all the way back to the way that you two decided what your days were going to be? It's like we ride as long as we're having fun and then we stop. And that, I think, actually is a very hard thing to do because, like, I, I feel like as athletes, as cyclists, as whatever, it's like you just push through the non-fun constantly, constantly. Training is not yep. fun. Doing this is not fun. Doing that is not fun. Um, and I think last year I was like, am I actually having fun? Like, or am I just trying to trying to be fast? Right. And then when when I was injured and I couldn't ride, I was like, well, is that – does that make me less of, of a cyclist or less of a – like, what am I – what I'm – and I don't think so. And and then I see, like, what you guys are doing, and I think that is more of a 
you're embracing it even further. Yeah. But it's not about being fast. It's not about like no. having results. It's not about whatever, you know. It's just about experience. Yeah. And having fun and it's it's what it's what it's about. So it's all what it's about. Yeah. And one of our goals from the beginning of the trip was like we want to see everything. Right? And when you're riding in the dark, you can't see shit. Okay? <laughs> you can only see what's in front of you. Like, maybe 20 feet. And and that's it. So, you know, one of our goals for the trip was, hey, we want to be able to see all of the scenic areas. We don't want to miss anything. Because the moments where you're like, oh, another climb you know i'm walking my bike again but you walk up that climb and you'd be like wow look at that view you know and you'd be like you'd forget that you just hiked a mile to get up that climb because you'd be like this view is just incredible i mean if we had stopped to photograph every single nice view that we had, we We'd would never, never have finished. made it. Yeah. I mean, and, and our, our significant others were complaining about that. Like, oh, you need to take more pictures. Oh, you need to take more yeah. videos. And it's like, we took all the pictures and videos that we thought we were capable of. Because you, you can't stop every single moment, right? Like, you just have to, you take a mental snapshot and you're like, wow, this is am I still in Michigan? Like, this is really Michigan? Like, uh, you're riding on the side of the Manistee River, and you're, you know, three, four hundred feet up in the air looking down at it, and it's like, you're riding literally on the edge of it. I mean, there were a few, there were a few close calls uh, that I watched Sebastian ride, and because he's a mountain biker, he was able to ride those. I I slowed down and uh, walked those, but yeah, there was there were so many times where it's like, man, this is a great picture. But like, how many if times I stop, can you stop and take? Yeah. How many times can I stop and take yeah. a picture? Yeah. It's just it's like if I take a picture, it's just gonna it's gonna put me it's gonna put me in a hole that I I feel like I'm gonna have to make up by riding faster or harder or riding in yeah. the dark, and it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, and and we didn't we didn't want to ride in the dark. You know, some people go out and they're like, I just got to, I just got to do it. You know, I just got to finish it. I just, but it wasn't the point to hammer it that out. That wasn't the point of what you were our, doing. That right? was our never point the point. was the journey. That was no. never the point. No. The whole point was go out. We gave ourselves, you know, eight days or nine days. And we're like, if it takes us nine days to do the lower peninsula, so be it. You know, no, and no big deal. It, but we were never in a rush. You know, it's cool. It's right? like, it's. I feel like if you would have gotten to Ludington or Petoskey or whatever in that amount of time, we would have been having the same conversation. Right. I think we would have maybe, uh, now knowing <laughs> what we know, we may have made some uh, sacrifices to push through to com- to, well, to just finish. But, but, uh, but at the I same time, is, like cool, like- 90% of the time, we would have, we up until the end... We we enjoyed the journey, the views, everything that it had to offer. Um, there might have been a little bit of compromise in terms of um, 
pushing through to finish to get to the bridge if if we weren't moving at the rate that we were so i specifically remember a moment where <laughs> i don't know if this should be part of it but yeah, everything is a part of it <laughs> everything is a, so the journey is the journey the journey yeah. is the journey the route is the route the journey the is the journey is the, route. the route is the route um i was in virginia <laughs> Uh, with a oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, you had some good hikes in Virginia. That's I mean, we're in the in the Shenandoah National Forest, and I get a text from uh, Sebastian, and I on the peak of a of a hike, and I get the text, and it says, "Hey." Hey bud. <laughs> hey, hey bud. Hey bud. Can you hey, pick bud. us? Can you pick us up from the bridge tomorrow? <laughs> I said, uh, uh, I would love to, but I'm in Virginia right now. So and, where are you at tomorrow? Is the real question. <laughs> so what? 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 Uh, what broke down? What? What? What happened? You there? know. You know we. We had been in in bike packing for quite a while. You're feral we at were, this point. Yes, I think <laughs> we had been going from Alba. I want to say with a we had a real meal in Alba. We had a coney dog, and sounds that was like a real meal. chili. No, that was a chili. That was cheese a chili dog. cheese dog. I'm that sorry. Like, that sounds like a, a Detroit dog, right? Uh, it was a Detroit dog. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good, by the way. But beer too. The the problem was is that we had just had Burger King in Kalkaska. <laughs> we didn't talk about Burger King. Oh yeah. So, Here's the Burger King plug. So somebody <laughs> need a plug for Burger King. So this is all ties in together. I mean <laughs> I know this might sound strange, but the Burger King it, by the way, this was the first time I had had Burger King in my life. So was on this bike packing trip. Bike camping virgins. Bike bike packing virgins. <laughs> Burger One King DK. virgins. One BK virgin. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I BK, trusted BK. Tristan. I was like, hey, Tristan, just just get me whatever, you know. Whopper. I, I trust you. Oh, we You've did. You've been to BK? Oh, I don't do BK on a regular basis, but he he trusted me enough to order it because I'm a fast food double cheeser. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's no double cheesers at uh yeah. Yeah, at the BK. They had we had some double cheesers. We had a couple <laughs> chicken sandwiches, a couple rodeo burgers. I think is what they're called. Oof, and then, those were horrible. And then we had do the not recommend. Did you, did you order the whole? Value menu essentially. <laughs> yeah, we ordered two of uh, two two rodeo burgers, two double cheesers, two chicken There's no sandwiches. Double cheeser. Like, whatever the f- whatever like two what is a rodeo burger? Was, what rodeo? It's a burger. It had bacon. It had barbecue sauce on it. I looked at look. I looked at. Why I looked did at, you order? It's making me sick. <laughs> I looked at the calories. I looked at the calories in dollar per calorie. Hey, we don't talk what about I calories. Order, we talk about carbs. I didn't so how have that. Carbs I didn't have. <laughs> I didn't have that readily available. He didn't have that information. We were at a gas station that did that no longer had the expanded array of combos that we were used no. to. So we no. moved on. We went to Burger King, and um, we sat there and thought, "How the fuck do people eat this shit?" Yeah. Um, 
did, did I make survived. Did you rethink your... Uh, no, our, I was good. Our 100-mile dollar menu... No, I, I still want to do that. Okay. The right. the um one two three dollar menu for uh sponsored by McDonald's. Uh, I have I'm a good on list. <laughs> Sebastian's out. I'm Trevor, out. I think you're still in. No, I'm doing it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you. that route that route will I'm come impressed. to fruition in uh, 2024. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, I've spent a lot of matches uh, on on the more route, but the family matches. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, and. We we were able to charge a little bit of batteries. We ate what we called salt sticks because the fries salt were sticks. so salty. <laughs> they, they literally were were potatoes covered in salt. I mean, it was incredible how much salt there was on those. Um, I I ate it. I ate all of it because I needed it. How hold on. Back up for it a was second. about thirty dollars worth of Burger King you, <laughs> between the two. How of many us. sandwiches? And I and six sandwiches, okay. three each. Okay, okay, three sandwiches each okay. plus the Off salt the sticks. Off the value menu, <laughs> the and then the thirty dollars, you know, the fountain drink. You guys live like kings in Burger <laughs> yeah. King. Oh, you rule. <laughs> we should have gotten the crown, but we didn't. <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> And when I got to Alba, that Burger King was no longer sitting well. It wasn't even Alba, too. Like, he was suffering. It was in and out. He was, was suffering. It should have been an In-N-Out burger. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was In-N-Out yeah. burger. We didn't even make it to Alba. I don't. It was like an was, hour later, he's going, oh, this was a bad decision. <laughs> and then three hours later, when we finally made it to Alba, he was he looked like a fully cracked like <laughs> bike race like i thought he was done and and he ate that chili cheese dog and he, it brought some life to him we had a beer and no we you get, had a beer i couldn't drink oh yeah beer. he didn't have a beer i had a couple i had two beers he had a couple of fountain drinks there i had and, some lemonades and uh <laughs> And then we get to the gas station, and he buys a buys a full thing of Pepto Bismol, and polishes that off. After just, just uh, chuck that, chuck that bad boy. After oh, visiting the restaurant, ate a few tabs of that. But basically, what happened is, you know, uh, you know, we got to Alba, we were not in good shape, or at least I wasn't. I felt and great. It, Tristan felt great. And we we're like, okay, well, we just gotta keep going. Where's we Alba, left, by the way? Uh, just south of um, the Jordan River Valley. Okay. Um, really, nothing, nothing there. Notable. Yeah, to there's nothing. Discern. There. We hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't eaten a real meal since Alba. We had, and we you had shit it out immediately in Alba. We had packed, you know, donuts and. Danishes, Danishes and Danishes and different bullshit that that's not real food, and and then we finally got to Petoskey and it was like it was like oh my gosh, you I am so excited to eat real food, right? And the second I unclipped, I get a phone call, and the phone call is is from Mackenzie. And I answer the phone, and I'm not in a great state of mind. Sure, you're like, we're we're kind of yeah. just thinking about food and mm-hmm. and where we're and gonna get the food. And things weren't going as planned. Yeah, and things weren't going as planned. We were behind schedule, 
right? Yep. yep. And Mackenzie calls me and is like, hey, what's the plan? <laughs> and I, I didn't have a plan, yeah. right? I, I kind of just yep. was like, my plan is to get food in the next five minutes. And it took four hours to get to this point. And, and it should have taken one. It yep. should have, you know... It should have taken much less time to figure this out, but you know, when you're not in the right state of mind and you say the wrong things, it it leads to the wrong places. Okay, okay so I want to okay. say this, like, yeah, because we started this and we're like, we're gonna cut it. It's all this, but like, I think this is important stuff. Like, this yeah. is good stuff because. It's the nitty gritty. Is the nitty gritty, and it's what we like. We're doing. We do endurance stuff. People that, uh, I'm assuming, like people that listen to this, like, will want to do endurance things. And these are the kind of situations that they're gonna encounter. Is like calling your significant other, or spouse, or friend, or whatever, and being like, "I don't know what's happening, but this is what's this is what I need." And then the like, I don't know. This this is all part Can- of. This yeah, whole thing. communication um, is hugely important. So, like, but communication breaks down. Like, and the, it, and, and and it does. That's, and it, and it, that's it's the gonna thing. Be a, it's going to be a situation where, I not that you need to expect it, but yeah. So it setting might, it up, setting it up, setting the expectations, expect, and expectations like, exactly, exactly. And, mm-hmm. and my Rachel was, um, she was my Rachel was thrilled with the level of communication that we had because I, I, she's seen, she's seen my terrible communication and my Rachel was thrilled with the level of expectation of communication that, that we had, um, largely to Sebastian's like Instagram updates and whatnot mm-hmm. that he was able to provide. That was enough for my Rachel and my Rachel expected that level of communication and without Sebastian providing that, I would have been in a, a world of trouble. <laughs> but but Mackenzie had not been experienced to to that that level of lack of communication. And the lack of communication and, and whatnot really wore thin. Uh, you know, as an outsider to 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 it, my observation was she didn't know what to expect like she didn't understand that that we're going to be off that long without being able to provide an update we were going to go that slow um and 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 i think unfortunately it was just it was just a communication like a, a minor communication breakdown that led to a bigger a bigger discussion (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately uh in petoskey uh, it, well, it's 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 tough right like it, it is there's so many like it, it it's not easy to do what you guys did no you have to not only like like work and family and all this stuff like it is very like the logistics is difficult and listen i mean you like all of that stuff is hard to accomplish without like uh, maybe you fuck up a couple times like or maybe like there's like something that you haven't communicated or maybe right uh it's it's and then 
your significant other just says, okay, I'm just going to take it and get a drive up to the bridge and pick you up. (laughs) Or your significant other says, hey, you know what? Figure it out I don't like the way you're treating me. (laughs) You've got to figure out a ride to get back home, Mm -hmm. you know? And all of a sudden you're like, shit, who could pick me up right now? (laughs) Right? And you're like, options are pretty limited right now. And and so it was, you know, okay, go back to the drawing board. I got to talk to Mackenzie and figure this shit out because there's no one coming to save us. It was, it was, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, you get to the point where you either figure out your issues or, you know, you're you're riding home. You know, like I think I think we need to wrap it up. Um, okay. We've listen. I I don't even know what we went over, but I feel like this whole conversation has been a wild journey. Where does this leave you? You guys have now you're like identifying as bike packers. You are. You, um, what's what what's what's the plan now, buddies? <laughs> like, what, Honest, we, honestly, we we need to finish the more route. We got to do the Upper Peninsula. The, the okay. So our plan is next summer take another week off, complete complete the more route. After that, I don't know what it is, but I think I think we've got bigger things planned. I mean, I I would, you know, personally, my personal goals. I'd really love to do the Tour Divide. I'd love to do some of those bigger bikepacking races because... Air High Country. Oh, Arkansas one? Yeah, Yeah, Arkansas High Country. I mean, those are all events that I think we're now becoming equipped for. Thank you for doing this, but also, uh, like, I don't know. Like, there's not many people that have done the more route. And, no, there haven't. And the for the two of you to to do it and then like report back like that's that's super cool. So yeah, I think honestly, there's a handful of people that have done yeah the actual more route. So yeah, we we stuck to the route. The route was the route, and uh, pretty proud that we accomplished what we accomplished. It was, it was yeah spectacular for us. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. A huge thank you to Sebastian and Tristan for sharing all their experience about the more route with us on this episode. And thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack. You are-